0: Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guest night's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 20 plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S T A R Y music.net, also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download at iTunes, CD Baby, and most of the places you get your music online. This podcast drops Every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places, podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. Got an extra buck or two? You wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar. Please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also, considering helping get the word on the street via social media, five-star rating and review, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by John Mayer. Hopefully, people can see my music is tethered to my brain. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! I don't really care. Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 312. Please support this week's sponsors, ID Chrysler, Zambroda, and the b Club. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Big shout-out to the old drunk lady at a show, I won't mention the venue because I love the place, this week that told me I should do my homework on a city before I performed there because she had a million-dollar home a half a mile from the bar, and I apparently dissed her because I didn't know who she was. To quote my buddy Burkhart, People can be assholes sometimes. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Wednesday played at Pub42 in New Holt, Minnesota. Fun watching Vinny and Rob kick a drunk guy out. Thursday played at Blue Heron in Hugo, Minnesota. Had the honor of calling the meat raffle in between songs, and it was fun. Friday played at Danny's in Stillwater, Minnesota. Great to chat with my red red wine friends from River Falls, Wisconsin. Saturday, DJ'd Rich and Kayla's wedding and almost lost their dog. Sunday played at No Tony's in Lake Elmo, Minnesota. Had a blast taking Michael Jordan tequila shots with new buddy Nico. Upcoming shows. September 13th, 2021. I'll we'll be playing at Pub 42 in New Hole, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Thursday, October 14th, I'll be playing at BDL Club in Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota from 7 to 10 p.m. Friday, October 15th, I'll be playing at Ingredients in Waper Lake, Minnesota from 5 to 8 p.m. Saturday, October 16th, I'll be playing at My Last Show at Vanellis in Forest Lake from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. Sunday, October 17th, I'll be playing at No Neck Tony's in Lake Elmo, Minnesota from 4 to 8 p.m. Saturday. Part three of three with Nashville singer-songwriter Clay Cumbie. We talk Clay's exit from the music scene, doing shots with Keith Urban and Billy Gibbons, more pro wrestling, and more. Enjoy the conversation.
1: Here's <laughs> to the journey, to every place
0: that I've
1: never been. Here's to the journey, yeah, never knowing where it might
0: end. I'm gonna make my way like i kind of i kind of was like that too it's so like you said i gotta do this before the age of 32 because after 32 no one's gonna care what you have to say yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I
2: i never really put like a limitation on it i just got to a point where i probably was looking back at it now i probably was burnt out in a lot of ways which sounds lame but i probably was at the time you know um and I I was frustrated because I was just worried. I was like, man, I want to have a wife and kids someday. Like this is really great where I'm at right now in my mid to late twenties. You know, I can eat Taco Bell every night and, you know, play bars and do all this stuff. But for me, I was kind of like looking at it long term. like, man, like I, I would like to be able to provide a little bit better than this down the road if I do get married or if I do have kids or if I do want to live a certain type of lifestyle, you know? And, I wasn't sure if music was going to be able to provide that for me. And so I was kind of in like a, Oh shit mode. Like, do I keep on doing this? You know, I I probably could have stayed and tried to kick around and go get another publishing deal. Um, had I not been, you know, continued on with big loud shirt, if that, you know, who knows how that would have panned out. But ultimately I just decided it was more important for me to go back to school and see where that took me. And plus, I always said, you know, if I, if I ever wanted to maybe come back to Nashville and get into it, you know, Nashville wasn't going anywhere and, uh, you know, but it's just, just, you know, so many years and so much time passes and so many things change with the industry that, you know, I still love it. um, And still like still have co-wrote a couple of things recently um, with a buddy of mine named Michael Warren, who's in the thick of it right now. And he's an active artist and, um, doing some cool stuff um, as an artist and as a writer. He had a cut with J Lo back in the day, and we used to run, we used to run kind of along each other in the uh, college scene. You know, he'd be playing down in Tuscaloosa or Auburn, and I I might have a show there. And so, me and him have written some stuff recently, and we've pitched some stuff around here and there. But man, like I said, I just I know for a fact what these men and women are doing on a daily basis that are doing it on the level where it needs to be done and i just with my with my nine to five job and what i'm doing and all my responsibilities now i just can't commit to it you know and i just have there's just a realization sometimes you got to realize when to hang up hang it up you know and I, i'm not saying i'm hanging it up uh forever like you know i'm always going to be a creative person and maybe somewhere along the way i'll have a song get cut and it'll be cool cool experience and i'll make the charts and all that kind of stuff but um but where I'm at in life right now i'm I'm happy with what I'm doing for a living and love what I do and you know, but music is still a part of my life for sure
0: yeah, so I have guests on talking about a, we just mentioned a draw? Can you explain what a draw is for the songwriters out there that want to get a publishing deal?
2: Yeah, so I mean I don't even know i mean, I don't know how it works you know these days of what's being offered, you know, but I mean, a draw is basically your paycheck, like you know um. Your paycheck from your publisher, they're basically fronting you the money up front from your paycheck, you know, so they're giving you a draw to live off of. And pretty much everything that your publisher is keeping an active balance on you. So so if you do or when you do make it, they can, they can collect on those advances, if you will, that they've given you. So... They're giving you the draw, which is essentially your paycheck. They're paying for maybe your demos. There might they might be paying for marketing. They might be paying for who knows whatever. You know, they're just keeping an invoice of what they're doing on you. Um, and then eventually, you know, if if that if that Jody Messina song would have blown up and been a number one, then it would have been awesome for everybody because then my publisher could have recouped on the money that they invested in me. And everybody could grow and be in the green instead of in the red. But there are plenty plenty of um you know um instances in this town where it just doesn't work out like that you know and a publisher might take a risk on somebody and they might take a loss on it because that person might not develop into what they thought they would and honestly that was kind of my situation to be honest with you i I never did get to where i wanted to go i never probably got to where craig and big loud shirt wanted me to go and it's just you know it's just one of those things it kind of sucks for everybody but you know um it it is what it is
0: you know I've always admired you though with your work ethic and with the the stuff you did accomplish that that most songwriters most people that pick up the guitar what's the percentage they would wind up even as far as you did and are you know that's I think you accomplished some pretty amazing things
2: oh yeah and I I definitely appreciate that and I, I still savor all that stuff and um you know i i actually ended up texting craig um like around christmas or new year's he actually shot me a text and uh texted him back a couple of days later and just told him you know how much you know now that i have a reflective uh ability and just older and just more appreciative you know i i told him you know how much i appreciated him just being a, a great mentor to me um in life and song you know i mean he was he was such a cool guy to be around. Um, you know, he's got such a zest for life and just, um, what he does and, um, big personality. And I, I learned a lot from him, just about a lot of stuff and a lot of stuff that I learned during that time period too, I've been able to apply to my life now in business. Um, and I wish I would have had that ability to maybe do that when I was younger. Um, you know, but, you know you live and you learn everybody grows and matures but it was cool to it's cool to still able to be able to to shoot those guys a text here and there to have a open dialogue with them and i was glad i had that opportunity to at least uh tell craig that through a text and have a conversation with them that way and you know um those guys always have a special place in my heart because i you know kind of grew up there in a lot of ways so
0: yeah um what are you listening to nowadays
2: Man, I'm so lame when it comes to music. I really stick to, like, stuff that I am just know. Like, you know, I'm not a huge, like, new music person. Um, you know, I listen, kind of go with what you know kind of person.
0: This week I hauled all my framed artwork from my folks' place, and even with that delicate cargo, everything was in perfect condition in my black Jeep Cherokee. I got from I.D. Chrysler. With 250,000 miles of the old car, was just too much for that poor thing to take. I found myself looking for my new dream ride at I.D. Chrysler, and the staff had more help with me choosing vehicle, and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at zambrodacdjr.com or take the beautiful drive down US 52 to 1900 Roscoe Avenue, Zambroda Minnesota, to visit them in person, business hours are Monday to Friday, 8 to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 9 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler's on Broda today. Enjoy a safe fall season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. Um, aren't you a John Mayer guy?
2: I am a John Mayer. I actually got his
0: new album. The um, one. how's the 80s record of his rock?
2: I mean, I like it, It's it's no continuum. <laughs> <laughs> I mean but i mean i love john Mayer. i pre- like i think as a songwriter as a musical person you listen to albums and you listen to music differently than most average people do and so like i appreciate that album for what it is i think there's some cool singles on there and i think there's some money songs on there but then there's also just some art cool songs that he just you know does his own thing and i think that was kind of this record it wasn't like a you know a commercial grab if you will he wasn't trying to you know write a pop ditty and write like a next ed sheeran song you know he was staying true to like what he does and in his lane it's a it's a good album but it's not like it probably isn't one of my favorites but you know i grew up like i love john mayer i love dave matthews love jim croce love james taylor you know those are all kind of influences for me on like my guitar style and how i like to play guitar and just music and all that kind of stuff and um country wise you know um you know i know there's a lot of uh controversy around morgan wallen but i like a lot of his his music as far as his actual songs like one of uh one of uh, the guys that i used to co-write with at uh big loud shirt uh rodney Clawson wrote uh he's got a song on morgan's uh double album called somebody's problem And it's a great song, man. The first time I heard that song, I was like, who wrote that? And I looked and saw that Rodney wrote it. And I was like, and there, I mean, there's a lot of good songs on there, but I like a lot of his songs. Um, You know, who else? I'm trying to think. I like, I do like the, speaking of Ed Sheeran, I do like Ed Sheeran's new uh, little ditty, the uh, Bad Habits or whatever. (laughs) Uh, I think that's a cool little pop song. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. There's a, there's plenty of stuff out there. I uh, I will admit, a lot of times, I just I just listen to like the stuff that I know that you know. Um, I hear you, man. You know, I love the Eagles. I'll sit and listen to Eagles Greatest Hits album or whatever. You know, <laughs> I, play but, uh, so many,
0: I play so many. I play shows. I get to bounce around. Like lately, I'm listening to death metal and '80s in new wave. See, I always ask my Nashville friends, "What's a funny celebrity?" Citing or story you've had over the years in Nashville um, that you can share?
2: That I can share. <laughs> uh, um, I think, well, one of the coolest things I remember is um, I always got to meet a lot of cool people at Big Loud Shirt um, just because a lot of guys would come over to write with Craig. And, you know, with me being a younger writer, I would love just to soak up knowledge and just talk to all these guys. But we always had a Christmas party every year at Big Loud Shirt. I'm sure they're still having some big loud parties over at Big Loud. But um, that I think it was Christmas party. And at the time we were all just hanging out in this. They had a kitchen area. And all of a sudden, like Craig brings me over And he's like, he's wanting me to do a shot with him. And I end up taking a shot like with him. And I think it was, and it was him. It was Keith Urban and Billy Gibbons doing a tequila shot at the Christmas party.
0: Wow. That might (laughs) rank as one of the best Nashville ones on the podcast.
2: I was just like, hey, how are you doing? I didn't really say anything. I was just like literally there to take the shot, say hello, nice to meet you, love you, like big fan kind of thing, and then I was out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, man. All right, last question is, what's your Mount Rushmore of pro wrestlers?
2: Oh, man. Um, Definitely a big rick flair fan i mean you know he's he's been doing it for a long time he was the guy that you uh, growing up i remember so i grew up watching like wcw like early saturday mornings grew up more of a wcw fan like when i was around nine or ten years old and then kind of transitioned into the attitude era with WWF or wwe like in the late 90s early 2000s but flair's on there i mean you probably have to put hogan on there just because he's like you know everybody knows who hulk hogan is and then i would say stone cold is a big one um who else you know i was just it was funny i you you probably know this but i recently like a and e has had this slew of shows on with like documentaries on like bret hart Shawn michaels Razor, i think razor ramon maybe or nwo i can't remember like all these documentaries so i've been like dbring them and watching them so i love all that stuff i mean like i said that's my wife like rolls her eyes at it when i'm watching it she's like you're watching that wrestling crap or whatever and i'm just like yeah it just makes me feel it takes me back to like when i was a kid didn't have to worry about anything and it was those guys were entertaining you and maybe at the time you didn't you know you thought wrestling was real or fake or whatever, but like you bought into it, you you loved their gimmick, you loved tuning in every week or whatever. And like I said, I don't, I'm not into it as much these days, but I still uh, love hearing all the old school stuff. And like I said, Jim Ross, Jim Cornette, you know, all the guys that have podcasts and all that stuff, you know, because they relive a lot of that stuff on those shows. A lot of what they're talking about. They talk about what's going on now and the differences between the era now and previous eras. But a lot of what they talk about is reliving the heyday. And so that's another reason why I love watching those and listening to them is because it brings back a lot of good memories. So what about you?
0: I want to tell you about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area, the B-Dale Club, located on the corner of Conroe B, and Dale's motto is, a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun, and that is a fact. I cannot wait to rock out on Thursday night. Also... Deceiver and I are planning the 2022 winter bocce. Rob, Emily, Natalie, Shelley, entire bar staff, all state art cocktail wizards. As of late, my libation of chores is a classic Greyhound cocktail, and they are, to quote, 16-time world champion Ric Flair, tasty little devils. Live music, pool table, pull tabs, bingo, bocce ball tournaments, and much, much more. P dale has got it all. Stop by for a cold one soon. Ric Flair. Yep. Yeah. For how I get into it again, probably a modern guy like Daniel Bryan. You know, now oh. he's going to AEW. Um, Cornette, for sure, because I'm a huge Smoky Mountain wrestling fan. Okay. So, the old, so I was rewatched like that old, I never saw it in the first place, but the old 90s. He had a territory that I loved, like the Rock and Roll Express and... Oh, yeah, the, uh, yeah. The uh, Tracy Smothers and all those guys. So I would say... Jim Cornette as a personality, you know, and just all the stuff he did. Uh, Ric Flair. Oh, my favorite is Mike Hegstrand of the Road Warriors. I wrote a song called, I wrote a road song called, a song called Hegstrand's a Killer, and it got on the Colt Cabana podcast. Heg- And a ton of people listening wrote a song about the Road Warriors tag team. (laughs) Like a mark.
2: Yeah. One of the tag teams I loved back in the WCW days, and they were awesome to watch, were the Steiner brothers. Oh, God. Just because they were. Scott and Rick Steiner. They so many cool moves, and they were just, you know. Uh, But Jim Ross was probably. I like Jim Cornette. Jim Ross was one of my favorites just because of his time on WCW, and he was one of the voices that I remember listened to growing up and and i was i was in alabama time at the time too so you know i know i think he came maybe from that southern kind of uh you know all the different territories that was another good documentary i don't know if you've seen it the uh you know the um the territories documentary maybe oh it's talking about different territories to the wrestling over the years and everything so um that was pretty interesting to, to see and you know learn about that more so
0: Yeah, I like watching my buddy Tomcat. He'll send me videos of the Steiner brothers just, just beating the crap out of job guys in Japan. It's just, it's just. If you're having a bad day, just watch that stuff, and just it is the funniest thing I've ever seen.
2: Oh, and I couldn't forget. I can't forget about the Undertaker. Can't forget. There you go
0: that's awesome man all right yeah. clay i'll let you go hey it's good to see you good it's great to catch up with you again my friend now that i know it's you're a pro wrestling fan i might send you some funny stuff every now and then but uh yeah. just great to talk to you man and i'll split this up into two or three episodes and clip some of your songs in there and whatever and yeah and uh, i wish i could find eight enough time in the day on youtube but but uh if you well got... let me know if
2: you some, uh some tunes or whatever and i can shoot you over you know some stuff if you need some some uh
0: some tunes to yeah, play so. just yeah, just shoot me over your three favorite ones okay, or whatever cool. and I'll put them at the end of the show and and then I'll, I'll text you when the shows come back on and whatever should be on Spotify and should be on everything
2: That's nah, so cool it should well, be a lot of fun.: It was great catching up with you and just reminiscing and talking about a, a bunch of cool stuff, so I appreciate it.
0: Man. yeah, man hey, let's get a picture Here's for the, to the, the
1: journey to every I' never been Here's to the journey. Yeah, never knowing where it might end I'm gonna make
0: For tuning in this week's edition of the Mark Staring Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, ID Chrysler, Zombrota, and the B dell Club. This is also a listener supported podcast. If you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Staring Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging at iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also if you get a chance, please go check out some live music I swear. It can be a great and worthwhile experience. Life for short, sure, go have some fun. Till next time.